Hello, great people. Just want to share with you today. Today is an amazing day. It's a blessed day. You arose this morning with life, health, strength, mentality, functionality of your limbs. So today is a blessed day, a favorable day, and a great day. Um, We've been talking about becoming our purpose, being alive on purpose, about surviving great depths. We have all survived a pandemic and still surviving uh, a pandemic. We are thriving in a pandemic. If you can hear the sound of my voice, yes, you are thriving. And I just want to encourage you to become rooted, to get deeper into the presence of God because he's ready to expand you. Upon entering into a covenant with God, we choose to live for him. We choose his way and live it unapologetically um, doing so. But if it were only that easy in this walk with Christ, we face just as much as we did in the world and more. We now notice more things that we are up against because we are alive. See, darkness does not notice darkness. When you turn the lights out and your eyes have not adjusted yet, you're not able to see your way through. Yet light recognizes darkness. When you turn the lights on, you recognize that you were in a dark place prior to the shedding of the light. When you die to yourself and you give your life to Christ, then you become a new creature. So how do you stay in intimate conversation when it seems life was easier as a sinner? Remember, the devil does not want who he already occupies. Therefore, that intimate conversation with God, these talks with God, praying, getting into the presence of God is necessary and vital for your life supply. Intimate conversations with God and getting into the presence of God is vital and necessary for your life support. Many people in the hospitals on life support needs all types of machines and medications and IVs and lines and pumps to help them sustain the quality of life that they have at that moment. We too need God to be our lifeline while we are yet alive in this world to sustain us, to be our life support. Ponder this. Proverbs 3, 1 and 5 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. A lot of what you're looking for and chasing in the world, a lot of the things that you're seeking can only come from the teachings of God. Can only come by keeping his commands. If you're looking for the longevity in life, it's in the word. If you're looking on how to move beyond COVID, how to to bounce back, how to get your mind back, how to, to have that prosperity, it's in the word. 
It says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. What are you faithful to? Do you love what loves you and only what loves you? Then will you find, then will you win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Again, we're talking about being rooted, going deeper, and preparing for God's expansion. When you're challenged in your walk, God wants you to take root in him and in him alone. He wants you to remember his teachings and keep his commands. Because that love and that faithfulness that you have to his word That's what's going to help you sustain in this life. So when you go through the storms of life and you remain planted in him and that love and that faithfulness, you bind that to your heart. You keep that around your neck. That will keep you from wavering. When you remain faithful to God, because remember, he's always faithful to us, even when we are faithless. God's favor will saturate your life and embody his vision for your life. Trust him. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. See, this is the point where we open our eyes and our heart to the life that we were created to live. We dig deeper. We're no more surface Christians. We've endured some things. We, we've gone through some things. We've endured the storms. We, we've in, rolled the wave out. We have surfed and sailed. The ship has wrecked. We've had our Acts 27 experience where Paul was placed on this ship and he saw ahead that, that, that their disaster was coming. And he warned them. Instead of listening to Paul, they followed the advice of the pilot and the owner of the ship. And before long, the waves came crashing in, totaling the ship out. But before the ship was totaled, Paul gave them advice and he urged them to keep their courage because the ship will be destroyed. But they would survive it. And not one of them would lose a single hair on their head. This is Acts 27. Let me just tell you, that's how God protected you. He took you out into the depths of 2021, into the depths of COVID, into the depths of social and racial injustices. He allowed the winds and the waves to come crashing in on your lives. Some lost jobs, some lost family members, some are fighting for their lives. He allowed you to experience what it would take you to turn to him. Yet he protected you even when you did things opposite of what he told you to do. Just as he did for these men who did things opposite of what Paul urged them to do. And he also covered them. He covered them 
despite the shipwrecking, despite the winds crashing in and all they had was the wooden planks to hold on to from the boat. Let me tell you, you may not have what you came into 2021 with. You may not have all the things that you desire to have, but hold on to what's left. Because as you hold on to what's left, God says he's going to be able to take you deeper. And as he able to take you deeper, he can expand you from there. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was very, a, a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep, cattle, male, female donkeys, male, female servants, and camels. Some of us are going to acquire things just because of who's with us, because who's in us. That's God's expansion for us. I'm encouraging you today. Become rooted in God. Don't get weary in well-doing. For in due season, you'll reap a harvest if you faint not. I need someone to hold on. Tie a knot right there in that rope, even if it's by a thread. You say, God, I won't let go until you change my name. You let God know by any means necessary. If this ship has to crash with me on it, it has to fall apart with me on it, I'm going to grab onto this piece of wood and I'm going to hold on because I know I was disobedient. I know I did things my way, but I'm trusting you still, Lord. You told me that I should acknowledge you in all my ways. So even in my wrongdoing, I acknowledge that you are God. Even when I didn't do things the way you thought, I should do things, God. Forgive me, for I am wrong. I repent. And I want to get this right before 2021 ends, Lord. So help me to become rooted in you. Help me to go deeper in you. That as you expand me and stretch me, I'll hold on. That as you enlarge my territory, I'll stay in your will. That as you expand my ministry, as my voice goes out, as the world hears me, I'll stay in your will. I'll follow you all the way to the end, God. Today, I urge you, keep the covenant that you've entered in with God. Live it unapologetically. It's not going to be easy, yet it's going to be worth it. Remember, the devil does not want who he already occupies. So stay in constant communication with God, getting into his presence, seeking his purpose, existing in his purpose, living on purpose. My brothers and sisters, become rooted, go deeper, and expand in Christ.
Now more than ever, take your eyes off things and people that are around you. This is no competition. The life that you're yearning to live, the life that you are destined to live, ask God to align them. Stop looking at the haves and the have-nots of the world. Because God created you with a specific purpose. Lest you tap into God to know what that purpose is, the world is lacking what you have to offer. God desires to use you fully, wholly, and completely. He desires to work in you. You cannot prosper living someone else's dream, living someone else's life, living someone else's plan, planning someone else's success. But God desires to prosper you, living the life he designed for you to live. How else will you know what God designed for you? How else will you know the life that God has chosen for you? Lest you enter into his presence, dig deep down, into prayer, into praise, into worship. God lives in the praises of his people. He said he inhabits, makes a home in the praises of his people. Wherever your praise is, find it today. Because God is there awaiting you to come into his presence. That which he desires of you, that he wants to fulfill your life, that particular gift that he wants to use you for. He created you in his mind before you were formed in your mother's womb for that specific purpose. And I'm not saying anyone is limited to one purpose in life. Yet you're not You're not to live through the eyes of man. Through the eyes of yourself even. You have to ask God to open your spiritual eyes and allow me to see what you desire of me to see. It's like Elijah when Elisha kept coming to him. And he prayed, Father, open his eyes that he may see. I want God to open our eyes today. Not just our eyes, but our ears today. I want us to see God clearly. I want us to hear God clearly. I want us to have a heart for God. I want us to prosper in our health, in our mind, in our spirit. Financially, I want families to prosper. I want marriages to prosper. I want churches to prosper, communities to prosper. I want healing for this land. We need it. I desire that God open up your understanding of what he's called you to do. Allow you to see it clearly, to hear him clearly, to move in sync with him, not getting ahead of him or lagging behind him, but moving in the presence of God, that he may lead you and guide you 
that you take your eyes off of everything that's distracting you from your purpose and that he orders your steps. He leads and guides you. He shows you the path that's for your life. That not only you, but generations to come from you may be bliss. God foreshadowed Jesus' coming. That's why he had to send Ruth back with Naomi. He had to, to, to send her to the field of Boaz. He had to align the coming of Christ. And God has aligned some things that's going to come through you. Yet you have to align with God's will so that he can use you, so that he can minister through you, so that he can grow you, so that he can nurture what he's placed on the inside of you. And as you become rooted in him, as you go deeper in him, and as he able to trust you with more and he expands you, generations will change. There's generational blessings blowing, uh, flowing in you for nations to come. You have the blessings flowing in you to heal nations, to deliver, to save, to set free. God has anointed you and appointed you for such a time as this. So become rooted. Go deeper and expand unapologetically.